When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pippen. Andy Brent Bernard. Co-host Catherine Brandt. I'm used to going last because I'm the producer. Oh, there, ooh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. A lot of headphones, that's all I have to say. But yeah, I just, uh, for people might might have missed the morning show, uh, we had some great guests on there today. No question about it. Kristen Burt was on. Jesse the Shrink came in for an entire hour. We had the janitor from Abbott Elementary on, Catherine. Oh, nice. I love him. I do, too. What's his name? He's a... Mr. Johnson. No, I mean his real name. William Stanford yeah, Smith, he's... is it? Yeah, uh, he's been a comedian. Davis. He's Henry been a... Harrison. He's been a comedian for Stanford a long time. Stanford Davis. Yeah. William Stanford Davis. Yeah, I there love him. Go. He's a great character. Oh, he's just... he's He literally reminds me of the janitor at North High School when I went there. Really? He had that same edge to him, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, he was a really, really good guest. Really good show today, as oh, a matter of fact. I thought he was a really good guest. No doubt. So what's happened with you guys? Well, we watched... <clears throat> the, I'm sorry. <coughs> we, the making of We Are the World. Which, what was the real name of it? Uh, the Greatest the Night in Pops. Show? Or oh, Greatest Night in Pops. Pop. It made me so sad, though. Because all of them are dead. Well, not all of them are dead. But Michael Jackson, that's the first time I've seen him in anything where he just was kind of acting like himself. Yeah. Um, and trying to get this project done. You could, he just, I don't know how old he was in that video, but he seemed so young. He always seemed so young. Yeah. Because he had that tiny little voice. Well, it was and, 1985. Yeah. I thought it was, it was 85. 84. It was 85. It was 85, okay. And, and uh, Michael Jackson was born in 58, <clears throat> so he was 27. He was born in 58? Yep. Oh, I didn't know he was my age, around my age. Um, yeah, and Quincy Jones was God. Yeah. I mean, he was God. <laughs> he was. He produced no every single it. fantastic album that ever, I mean, the best of the best. I was very disappointed in the fact that Prince didn't show up. I know. Because he was a huge phenomenon right then, and... That story about Sheila E. feeling like she was being a little used to get Prince there. That oh, was, right. That was yeah. sad. Yeah. Because she had a great big bunch of hits right around then, too. She did, yeah. Yeah. Very nice person, too. She's a really, really nice yeah, person. Yeah, she's been on this podcast. She's very sweet. We talked uh, a bit about that at the end of the, the morning show, but it's okay to talk about it again because there are another couple of different angles on it. Um, Quincy Jones was called upon to put this all together. Lionel Richie, I think, was kind of the head guy. Um, um, they approached him first, I think. Yeah. It was like him, 
Stevie Wonder and I think Michael Jackson that were supposed to write the song. And so they were kind of yeah. all originators. Yeah. Wasn't the guy that, oh God, now I'm I'm blanking on his name. I can see his face. The guy that did hey Oh, yeah. Oh, Harry Belafonte. Uh, yep. Harry Belafonte. He, I think he was kind of the um, driving force to do yeah. the, mm-hmm. to do it. Too. I think that's probably true. It just, and again, I know we just talked about this on the on the morning show, but this is a different audience. Some people listen to both, but seriously, if you've not seen it, Kristen Burt said you got to watch it. So yeah. I said I promise I'll watch it. Home run, Kristen Burt. Catherine and I watched it. We both just absolutely loved it. But honest to God, Catherine, we're gonna we're gonna have to have William Stanford. What is it, William Stanford? Davis. Davis. <laughs> I just know him as the janitor. Uh, he wow. is such a nice guy. What a nice man. We got to get him on on this show too. Yeah. Just a great guy. But um yeah, it's just been one of those days that everything just the guests today were great. Everything was flowing along nicely. I was very How long have you known Jesse the Shrink? Uh not very long at all. Like a, What a nice guy. Very smart guy. Yeah, and he the having that therapy background really like that's what he focuses on so he's not just coming on trying to be funny and crack a bunch of jokes but during the Mm -hmm. breaks he was saying that there is some crossover where he'll be in the middle of a therapy session and he'd be like if i could talk about this on stage this would make a great bit or he's like if i'm at a comedy show and there's a comedian that's doing something on stage he's like he always diagnoses them with like oh i bet this comes from a more deep-rooted place of uh oh yeah yeah well, have you ever met a performer who's very successful who's not nuts? Oh, no. They're all a little broken. They, <laughs> there's no question about it. No doubt about it. So what else is in the news today? Anything good? I have not looked at the news intentionally. Well, we talked the to King Jesse. has cancer. What? King Charles has cancer. He yeah, does have but King what kind? I, think they're I don't think they've said. Oh. It was discovered during his, he had a prostate some yeah. sort of prostate thing. Yep. It was discovered around then, but it's not prostate cancer, apparently. So it has to be anal cancer, I assume, then. Well, I mean, it depends on what they... <laughs> well, I well. assume that's the area they're looking in, so... Yeah. No, it depends on what they did for his prostate, I suppose. Well, I suppose, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, it could be well, um, he's, he's bladder his... cancer. It could be if it was a scan that they did. He's in his 70s? Uh, he might be I think he's 75, yeah. Yeah. He's only 75. It seems like men, sooner or later, they're going to get a prostate issue. Yeah, it's true. So. So it'd be right around the corner for me. That'd be great. You probably already have one. You just won't go to the doctor. Well, listen to you. Here we go. (laughs) I talk myself into being in really good health. That's Ah, all I'm saying. That's it. You'll will yourself into health. I that will works every into time. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I do want to talk to Jesse the Shrink and have him on this show maybe uh, one day next week or something. Get him on because we're going to have him on about once a month oh. on the morning show. He's he's very interesting. He's funny. He's where's entertaining. He, where's he from? Do you know? Uh, do you I don't know, know where exactly he's from, but he's uh, lives in, obviously in Minneapolis now. Oh, he lives in Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he said where he's from. By the way, up on your screen it says ah, AJ. Every <laughs> time. I don't think anybody. Disaster. Not a lot of people. Black blind. AJ. Are worrying about. Oh, I suppose not. You know, it's just the way it is. But yeah, great, uh, great recommendation. Well, you and I, Catherine, have been watching some amazingly good shows lately. Yes, we have. We've been uh, lucking out. 
Do you think it's a different era for writing or presentation, or what do you think it is? Well, I think there's just actually some decent stories coming out that yeah. aren't, you know, politically motivated. Like the story about uh, the godmother of Miami. Um, she is, now that was a great story. Roselda? Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of anti-white dialogue. <laughs> but... They don't like high honkies on there, that's true. <laughs> no. Uh, but it's just a, it's a it's a very intriguing story. I mean, for a woman, especially in the Hispanic culture, to break into the drug industry mm-hmm. is yep. pretty phenomenal. She had to be fearless because uh, she wasn't treated very well her whole life by men. Um, it was it's just very interesting. I I've always thought that Miami is a very unique city in america because it was built on drug money yeah with this you know everybody knew it the government knew it the bankers knew it everybody knew it um and they built it anyway and then i mean there's a lot of areas in miami where there's almost everybody's cuban oh god yeah Yeah. the area absolutely of miami Yeah, yeah it's just it's a very interesting um city does that square grouper thing still happen or is that a thing of the past I think you're still not a lot. I don't know. Is cocaine still popular? Not like know. it was. No. No, not even close to how it was in the 80s. I know that the fentanyl is running up through Mexico mostly, but it could mm-hmm. be coming up through Miami. I don't know. But it's so amazing. Square groupers, they called them. They were, they were crates of cocaine that would either fall off the ship or as they were being you know, followed by the, the shore patrol. They would throw the cocaine into the water and let it float to the shore, and then they'd try to go pick it up. But once in a while, they'd miss one. There's a group of uh, restaurants down in southern Florida that's called the Square Grouper. It's named after cocaine bundles, which I thought was rather interesting. Well, um, the show Griselda, actually, the last one that we watched, they were just talking about how they were going to get... What, what, remember she went down to some island down in the Bahamas Mm, or something, and there was a huge drug dealer down there that just had tons of product. And the way he was going to get it into America, he was going to throw it off of boats with beacons. Right, So it could be tracked by Mm -hmm. smaller boats, and then they just go out quick and get it in, you know. So, yeah, that was the whole drug drug running of uh, Miami Vice, right? Well, this is a graph of um, cocaine use. From the late 60s to the early 90s. Just oh, right wow. here. Yeah. It went Basically that high. zero from the 70s to amazingly high in the 90s. Three, about 300 metric tons per year in the 80s. Holy yeah. God. Yeah, the 80s up to the Yeah, up to the 90s. Yeah. yeah. And then just, now it's just disappeared? It's not nearly as popular as it once was. I wonder why. I don't know. I think know. there's just so many other drugs that you can do. Yeah, there is that. Well, that's true. I don't know. But, you, um, yeah, it's it's a very interesting city altogether. Miami? Mm-hmm. Great restaurants. That's all I have to say. It's a beautiful city. Oh, it is. Miami's gorgeous, absolutely. Especially Old Town. I love Old Town. Yeah, it's a there. gorgeous place. No question about it. But, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. How do you even get into the drug business, the cocaine, fentanyl business? What? Well, fentanyl, I can understand, is being carried across the border, because we don't care, give a rat's ass who comes into our country. It's unbelievable. But um, 
how do you even get involved? I'm going to become a cocaine dealer. Oh, it's super, it's super easy because the cartels run some of these countries. They completely dominate Yeah, but I mean, countries. here, how do you become a drug dealer here? Well, you know yeah. the right people. It's easy money. Yeah, I think you would have to start with, like, weed or a drug that's easy to get. Mm-hmm. And then as you kind of get more trusted by your whoever you're getting it from you work right. the chain up there and then oh hey have you ever thought about meeting my guy over here that gets cocaine by the cratefuls and yeah i don't think right. there's you don't go on indeed and search drug dealer <laughs> openings in my area <laughs> well when we were watching that uh documentary called trafficked um she was talking about how how so much fentanyl goes up through mexico oh, yeah. in suburbans with you know, women with children and police officers and border patrol people right. because it's just such easy money. Yep. Well, there's no question about it. Hey, look, we were talking about, been talking about this lately too, all of these magnificent laws that have been passed by our different, our different presidents and things that they really, really pushed. And I didn't even take a close look at it until last night. We were looking at some health benefits. <sighs> I mean, I know that everybody loves to rave about Obamacare. Did you see what it did to the top-end prices of drugs and the people who finance the whole whole industry and all? I mean, that stuff is... What What is it now, Andy? You said 20%. you got to kick up, not you personally, but the average person, in order to get full coverage, has to kick in like 20% themselves now. Well, all the plans that we looked at had a 20% copay and, after and these, your deductible. these were on the state of Minnesota Minsure, website. Yes. Minsure, yes. So basically, up to the deductible, you pay 100% or close to 100%. And the deductible is? Um, anywhere between three and seven. Well, any, anywhere between three and $15,000, depending right. on how much you're willing to pay for a premium. So let's just say it's 5000 which is a decent deductible. So you pay 5000 in medical expenses. And then after that, you still have to pay 20%. So you get a $10,000 bill, you're still paying $2,000 on it after your deductible. So you pay five thousand in your deductible. You're paying like probably six hundred dollars a month for your premium. Yep. And you still have to pay twenty percent after that. God. Yep. So it makes you wonder why have health insurance at all. Yeah. Well, you True. can get catastrophic health insurance through one of those um, insurance exchange programs. You can just have catastrophic health insurance oh, in like case just you have, for the ER. Yep, just in case you have yeah. Go, yeah, you have some sort of long hospital stay. I think Melissa said her grandma has that. Cuz like she's got Medicaid or Medicare or what. What is the difference between Medicaid and Medicare? I have no idea. I, I think, think Medicare one of them's for people. old people, one of them's for poor people, right? Medicaid is for poor people. Medicaid is for poor people. Well, I don't okay. think you necessarily have to be poor, right? Don't you? Mm, I think you do, yes. I think oh, you do, okay. to a degree at least. Okay. So her grandma would have Medicare because she's older. Mm-hmm. And Medicare, but she paid also in has life. catastrophe insurance for the ER because Medicare isn't so great about that sort of thing. Oh. It's not going to cover. Yeah, you need like an supplemental ER insurance on top of having your Medicare. Right. Mm-hmm. I did a little research after finding that out after talking to Andy and Melissa and Catherine yesterday about that. It's just like everything else, and it doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or a Republican, far left, far right, whatever it is. Everything they do, whether it's the open border, whether it's uh, you know Obamacare, whether it's whatever it is, and it's on both sides, not just one. It's always about buying votes. 
the only reason they give our money away, it's not their money they're giving away, it's our money they're giving away to take care of people. Hello? It, everything's about votes. Hello. Can you not hear us? I can oh, hear, I hear you. you now. Okay, you guys, sorry, you Internet guys cut out for like up three we seconds. Glitched out. Sorry. Um, oh, so none of that went over the air? Good. I don't know. No, I th- Great. Uh, it what? should be. Yeah, it says we're still on air. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, so we should okay, be fine. so we, everything's good? Yeah. But yeah, I well, mean. Well, I just read a statistic. In 10 years, every dime collected in taxes will go to paying the interest on our debt. Yep. I don't doubt it. Every single dime. What is it now, $36 billion, something like that? In 10 years is not very far away in government land no, because they don't not. get anything done ever, you know, for 10 years. Well, it's all a show. There's no question. Well, that's why I became a centrist. I can't stand either side. I like Democrats. I like Republicans. But the extremities on both sides are disgusting to me. I'll stand here in the middle and watch everybody else. I'll, I'll be a centrist and go, hey. But again, it's so obvious that all the, the only reason they ever help anybody, and I'm talking about both parties, the only reason they ever help anybody is to get their vote. So they can stay in office and make millions of dollars being a politician in the United States. That's why they do it, right? I think you're right. It's disgusting. No question. But anyway, moving on to more positive things. Is there something more positive to talk about? I just was looking at what's trending on Twitter, and the Vikings came up, but it's just people talking about the Vikings. I know, but what are they saying? Nothing interesting happened. But, I mean, what are they saying about the Vikings? Do they hate them? Uh, The Twins are too cheap. The Wolves play hero ball in the fourth quarter. The Vikings drafted (laughs) Lewis Cina over Kyle Hamilton. Cena after Kyle Hamilton, which is like someone picking me over Leo. I thought and they're... the wild are just horseshit. This town <laughs> needs to be rebooted. Good night. Yeah, they're right. Can you argue their point? Uh, no. Well, because the Vikings gotten some are not hot water, but their GM was asked like about how he goes about his process for building the team. And there's a website called Pro Football Focus that somebody like us can go on and see the rankings of players. And he said he mm-hmm. uses that. And so everybody's making fun of him because he uses a subscription site that costs $10 a month to help build oh, this football team. okay. Well, whatever works, you know. I just thought maybe something exciting happened. Oh, like, no. Well, there's nothing really that would go on now, right? We don't have a draft yet. No. For football, March 13th is like yeah. the yeah. start of the next year. The most exciting thing happening is going to be for the Twins, which is pitchers and catchers reporting, I think, next week. Right, Tom? Yep, yep, it's next week. And I don't know where they're going to go this year. Do they have anybody on that team that's any good? Uh, the guy they just signed is supposed to be pretty good, but it sounds like they are probably going to take a step back. What, is that? what do you mean, step back from what? Uh, from, like, last year, how they – because they lost – more than they're bringing in. So I think like they should take a step back as far as the talent level overall, oh. but the division is so bad that they should be still number one, I think. You would think, yeah. The division is terrible. So basically, they, are they claiming they lost money last year? Uh, no, they're claiming that because Bally's is paying them less that they're potentially oh, going to I not see. make as much this year. Yeah. I suppose that that probably is true. I, I just I can't even imagine the millions and millions and millions of dollars it takes to run any sports franchise. 
Oh, God, yeah. it's got to be a fortune. Okay, yeah. Here's a this whole Bally's deal is absurd for the Minnesota Twins. Games are not available for streaming on the Bally's app, and if you want to get MLB, that's twenty five dollars a month. Otherwise, the Twins are going to be shown seven times the whole season on other networks. That's it. What seven about out of one hundred and sixty two games. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what's Bally's going to show? I. All Twins games would be blacked out on the MLB app, so that's pointless. Oh, God. Uh, don't know. Has baseball taken an overall big-time drop with the younger, like, let's say, the 10 to 25-year-olds? Do they just not care about baseball like they used to, like we used to, I should say? Yeah, I believe so. That was always the knock was baseball was trying to attract the younger audiences, which is why mm-hmm. they – did the pitch clock and made a couple other rule changes. To right, ch- right. Um, but I think young people are kind of starting to come back to it a little bit. Oh, are they? On the uptick. There yeah. we go. I have a. And you got some stats? Graph. You have a graph. Oh, well, Andy I has a graph. Tried to get a graph, but. Gen Zers. Let's see. Where are you? Uh, well, I don't think Gen Z has a lot of money to go to baseball games. Probably and not. Sports, mm-hmm. sports events are just so expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's all true. Well, yeah. I thought I had a graph. Well, the one nice, paywalled. the one nice oh. thing about baseball is that if you go to a day game during the week, yeah. you like the fees that you pay on the tickets cost more than the actual tickets themselves. So that <laughs> that is at least a little cheaper. Oh, here we go. Uh, most popular sports among Gen Z as of two no, Gen Z year and what, a half ago. How old are Gen Z? Uh, early twenties, late teens. Late teens, early twenties. Okay. Maybe, well, yeah. What, Somewhere in there. Oldest Gen Z, I don't think, is 30 yet or even close. Okay. Um, NFL, 53%. Uh, NBA, 47%, so almost as high as the NFL. Hmm. Uh, college football is still higher than the MLB. The MLB is at 35% of Ooh. Gen Zers watch. Um, they are either avid or casual fans, so well, they, they care at all. So but- 35% of M, uh, Gen Z people care at all about the MLB. Well, that's still something. It is, but it's not anything like I it mean, used how many to be. people actually follow baseball anyway? I mean, and you know, baby boomers on down. I mean, it's probably not that high. Oh, baby boomers all watch baseball. Do they? Oh god, yes, it's mm. huge. Andy, you have the boomer number? I might. You're trying to track it down. Yeah, I mean, here we go. 65% of boomers follow baseball. Jeez, that's a lot. So, almost twice as many as Gen Z. That's interesting. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, when I was a kid, you started playing baseball because, you know, softball was there, but you played baseball, watched baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball was a big deal, there's no doubt about it. Well, what America's they need pastime. to do is they need to get a really good pitcher who gets involved with a really big pop star and <laughs> start showing up <laughs> to the games, take a page, <laughs> baseball, take yeah, a probably page. Probably true. <laughs> probably true. That's all That's you like, got to do. I guess I don't know. I I still love baseball. Baseball is still my favorite sport. I, NFL is second. Um, then you got the uh, college basketball. Then professional basketball. I don't know a damn thing about hockey. I know nothing. I like hockey players. They're nice mm-hmm. people, but I don't know anything about about hockey at all. No. I do know that Gump Worsley did not wear a mask as a goalie when I was a kid, and it shocked the hell out of me. Well, it's kind wild. of probably not the smartest thing to do. Let no. people blast a brick at your face, and that's, you don't even have a... <laughs> honey, that's when men were men. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when men were men. <laughs> Toothless. Yeah, that's why I forgot. But they were men. 
Broken up face, but they were manly. I guess. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Anything good going on in the news this morning? Any, anybody being robbed of anything today? Constantly and continually. It's just never going to stop? Is That's that what you're saying? It's never going to stop, no. I don't know why people have gotten so... We were talking to Jesse the Shrink about it. And like I said, Catherine, you're going to really like like him. He's a very, very interesting guy. We'll see. Now, how, no. <laughs> did you know him from, from booking stuff? Uh, he did a show with Khadijah Cooper, who was on the show like six months ago or so, and he got his our contact information from her and asked about coming on. Well, it's wonderful. I'm, I'm glad you did that because that worked out really, really well, I thought. Didn't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I try to tell all those guys, like, hey, tell anybody and everybody to give my number or reach out, and if it seems like a good fit, we'll get you on. Devin, you ready for this? I am. I just got a text message. Unbelievable. Hey, Tom, it's been a long time. Lord Jeffrey here from KUXL. Do you even remember KUXL? I do not. What is KUXL was the very first uh, rhythm and blues station in Minnesota. We had a rhythm okay. and blues station? KUXL, 1570 AM. Oh, AM. See, I never knew about AM. When I don't I was... know if KUXL was ever FM. When I was driving around in a car, I never went to AM. Well, you never heard Pharaoh Jones? Mm-mm. 
What the hell? Yeah. Uh, back in the day when you were the cat on WDGY, who you're going back a few years, used to hang out on occasion. I used to come uh, out to the station on Interstate 35 when you were broadcasting Hope All as well with you, as I uh, say. I was just thinking about you. Maybe one day we'll meet up again. All the best. God bless. Jeff. That's wonderful. Isn't that nice? It is very nice. Works for me. Oh, yeah, Darren uh, brought something up, something that's funny to some people and not funny to others. Okay. <laughs> uh, the results of the Nevada primary. Um, yeah. You know who Nikki Haley lost to? Uh-oh. Ooh. None of the above. She lost to none of the above? Yep. That's literally the results said none of these candidates in number one position. I, in principle, think that I would like to have someone like Nikki Haley, but, but not Nikki Haley. But the problem, I guess, is that she was appointed to like a Boeing board, and she yeah. had no experience. Yep. She's kind of like one of those people. Like, why are you getting all of these gigs? Yeah, it's sort of like a Hunter Biden thing. Mm-hmm. It's like because of who you're connected to, not what you know. Exactly. And people don't like that anymore. Yeah, um, because that is she does seem true. to be fairly moderate. Uh, yeah, she's so. a pretty decent speaker, but I just don't. I. I should take a. I don't know how you find out the truth about anybody, but apparently she was. She's been taking some money from uh, some billionaire Democrat. Oh, from Soros, I thought. Uh, oh no, she's not I think Reed or something. I need oh, to take, it is. Is Reed? I need You're to take a deeper right. dive into what she's up to because um, I, I don't know if she's being unfairly portrayed by the people that want Donald Trump in office or if she actually is something that would be good. I don't know. But, you know, they always do that anyway, do That's they true. not? That's true. Oh, wait a minute. Another baseball story. Netflix is creating a docuseries about the 2024 Red Sox. It will be released in 2025. It will feature unprecedented access to Red Sox players, coaches, and executives throughout the season. What do you think about that? Why would they be doing that? That doesn't make any sense. Did they do some? What did the Red Sox do this last year? Well, then you said they're going to oh, study at 24. Uh, well, I wonder if they already have the um, Super Bowl in the bag for next year. <laughs> no, they're, it's a baseball team. Huh? I mean, sorry. World Series? <laughs> World well, Series. That's I think, what I meant. I think it's because that's kind of the trend is, you know, you just film your whatever sports team and then we'll make a show and put it on Netflix. So I think they're just saying, regardless of whether we oh. win or lose, our team is so interesting that you'll all watch this. Yeah. Documentary. Maybe that's what it is. I got to run this by you guys because I, I have I have not gone to Burger King, McDonald's, any of that stuff in many decades. I don't dislike their food. I just don't ever happen to go to those places. Yep. And I used to like going there. I I'm, I don't think it's bad or any of the rest of it. I just don't go there anymore. I don't know why. Uh, but this might be interesting. I don't know what this says about the creative team at Burger King, but they're desperate for your good ideas. Burger King just launched a new campaign, a contest, where they're offering someone a million dollars prize to the person who can come up with their next great Whopper innovation. Now, what have the Whopper innovations been so far? Yeah, what do you mean innovation? Yeah, what does it mean? What innovation? 40% more mustard per patty. Yeah, there you go. Do you have any idea, Tevin, what the hell they're talking about? No, and I thought you were going to go with, like, if you can come up with their next big advertising idea or something like that, but a Whopper innovation. 
pull up the uh, contest rules here. Yeah, you I got don't... Them. Yeah, it just says a Whopper sandwich idea. Um, but do you know the numbers on those? Let me read something to you oh, here. So they are looking for additional toppings. They say the Whopper sandwich that includes between three to eight toppings. Um, eight toppings, Jesus. Yeah, so essentially it's build your own burger, best idea, gets a million dollars. Huh. But listen to this. This is going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. They say Whoppers currently offer how many customized combinations? Would you have a guess? I would have guessed 25. No, permutations of all the crap you can put on a Whopper. It's yeah. probably like one and a half million. 200,000. 200,000? Yeah, there you go. 200,000 different burgers at Burger King. <laughs> well, if you add one more topping to the possibilities, right. it, it'll go up exponentially. That's true. Did you know there are 200,000 different combinations of a Burger King burger? What? <laughs> I wow. know. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, if you've ever wanted uh, something different than uh, <laughs> what they can do, they want you to hear your pitch. They're offering a million dollars to somebody who will come up with a new idea, a new innovation. I have for an the idea. Burger. Letting me finish my sentence before you talk. Is that one your you, idea? You did finish. No, she didn't. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. What? What? You, well, you, you just interrupted. You, what do you want? you don't know what you're saying. Oh, I thought you. It was. I thought there. I. I heard a. End of the sentence. So sorry. Yeah, me Continue. too. No. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say my suggestion would be to serve a quality meat burger. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Is there one that's a better quality burger than the rest of them? I mean, just the well, meat yeah, itself. Well, yeah. There's a ton of really good burger franchises now. But mm. the fast food is Culver's one of the best. Is that true? Culver's has a yeah. decent product, I think. Um, five Guys is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Five Guys is good. What's that other one? The uh, there's another one that's really good. Oh, Burger Fi. Burger Fi is really Burger good. Burger Fi is really good, but oh, you don't yeah. have, we don't have that in Minnesota, unfortunately. No, not and yet. I, I actually asked the company what about five years ago. If they were going to open any burger fries in Minnesota, and they said it was none of my business, so like, I would have. They wanted you to pony up a million dollars for a franchise. Well, I'm sure they're going to give you true. that information. Uh, to participate in this uh, Burger King contest, you need one of their Royal Perks accounts. What's a Royal Perks account? Does anybody know what that is? Maybe I believe it's, it's a frequent. Yeah, I believe shopper. it's like there. Yeah, you go to Burger King all the time. You accumulate points and get free stuff. Guess who's staying home tomorrow, Andy? Well, he wow. only comes here on Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, God. He's so. a maniac today. I don't, yeah, I don't think we need to have him here on Wednesdays <laughs> yeah. anymore. I, seriously, he came, he came in the condo with, like, guns blazing. Oh, screaming. Just I heard scream. him come in. Good morning, Ethan. <laughs> don't look at me. He's two years old, man. A two-year-old loves to scream. Yeah, he's got no a, he had a look on his face like, you know, nothing's going to be good today. It's true. Okay, by the way, getting back to this quickly, the Royal Perks accounts, you can submit your suggestions through their app or at bk.com slash mdw. They didn't list uh, many rules, although your submission can only have eight toppings. That's maximum. You can't change the bun or the burger patty, but those don't count toward the eight anyway. Uh, you can't use any allergens like peanuts, and you can only pick uh, edible food items. What? Uh, that's definitely, they got to just put that in there because somebody will be yeah. like, put some, someone will say like gravel powder <laughs> or something. Some Legos yeah. just to be funny. Wow. 
You think it got that bad that they would put, put like dirt on your sandwich? Yeah. I don't know what they're thinking. As an innovation, we put dirt on you. I would not care for that, a dirty burger. But peanuts on a burger sounds like it would be very – But are the, what happened to the peanut? When I was a kid, up until 25 years old, I had never heard of anybody there having a peanut. several in. theories about it. Two, I know two. Um, one is that they grow peanuts in a certain region, um, and they started spraying it. Right. So they're all filled with toxins. And I guess the toxins that they were using to spray the peanuts is never going out of that soil because it's some sort of clay, loamy oh, soil really? or something. Something like that. And the other theory is their GMO. And there's no such thing as a real peanut anymore. My yeah. theory is much simpler. Hundred mm-hmm. years ago, if you were allergic to peanuts, you died. Now you don't. Therefore, there are more people who are alive who are allergic to peanuts. That but, could, and that could be too. But they did change the peanut. There's no question about that. Yeah, they've changed the peanut. And uh, you know, I don't think heavily spraying crops is good for anybody. But well, no. that's just me. But they can make more. Well, didn't that happen to soybeans too? That's why so many people are allergic to soy because yeah. they changed the way they grew those too. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, you can. Uh, there's a lot of people that argue that GMO doesn't matter, but there's a lot of people that argue that it does. So, I it well, would be interesting if you could take a take a state or two and just don't grow any GMOs and don't spray any pesticides and have a bunch of people just eat that for 20, 25 years and see if the incidence of disease goes down. Well, I, 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 I think that would be a would. great way of doing it because that's the only way you're going to definitively mm-hmm. have an answer. Uh, what is, does anybody know, Andy, you probably know a lot about this allergen situations. I don't know of one thing that I'm allergic to. I mean, I can eat soy, I can eat peanuts i can eat all it doesn't affect me why why would some people have that and then some people don't some gene receptor that doesn't like something oh really i mean i've always had a very overactive immune system right ever since i was a very young kid i was i I became allergic to tomatoes when i was what like 10 yeah yeah and you always had just uh seasonal allergies when you were very little, I remember you saying that. I think I have allergies, and I was you were six. I was like, kids don't have allergies like that. <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> yeah, you there did. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I I've, I can't think of one thing that I would be allergic to. Is there? Any, do you have any memories of me being allergic to anything? I don't know. I mean, at one time when we were in Las Vegas, and I broke out in the worst case of hives anybody has ever seen in the <laughs> history of hives. <laughs> And I went to the doctor, and I said, what is this? What could it be? And he said, eh, you know, you could have been sitting next to somebody that had a ferret, and you're allergic to ferrets. Really? You would and never know. And you'll never be around a ferret again, so you might not ever know why that happened to you. So, I mean, I, I guess you can just be allergic to anything. But, um, I mean, it probably wasn't a ferret, maybe. Who knows what yeah. it was, but, I mean, it was terrible. I understand that. Now, this should be an interesting story. Half of us will buy ourselves chocolate for Valentine's Day, plus the top candy in all 50 states. Do you have any idea what the top candy for Valentine's Day is in Minnesota? Well, I mean, can does a box of chocolates? I suppose. Mean. <laughs> I suppose. Candy? Not those horrible little candy hearts. Oh, those oh. things are dreadful. Yeah. They're so gross. Everyone hates those. I, know, I mean, I remember loving them as a child because I like to read all the little messages. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was fun. Well, that's true, yeah. But they taste awful. 
Did okay. you see the Candy Hearts scam that they got going on? It's not really a scam, but it's like it's a very clever way to trick people into giving you money for garbage. Really? <laughs> so when they print these Candy Hearts, a certain percentage of them are defects. So like the the words printed on them don't print all the way or something. Right, I've had those. Um, so what they're doing is they're selling boxes of those defects as like uh, you're perfect the way you are kind of thing. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. see, so they're making money off of broken candy? Pretty, that's actually brilliant. It's pretty clever because mm-hmm. people will do it. They'll be like, oh, yes, I am perfect the way I am. Please, corporation, take my money. Jerry calling me. Oh. I'll call him back. Um, oh, I think insurance. Ford called this morning, too. I tried. You must have been gone because I looked for you, but I couldn't find you. I took you. Jude out for his walk. Jude. There you go. Okay, so here's the story. Uh, Valentine's Day is a week out, so if you... Oh, that's right. It's a week from today, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Uh, Valentine's Day is a week out, so if you don't know what you're buying, your sweetheart... My sweetheart, turtle dove. Um, So if you don't know what you're buying your sweetheart, you might want to get on that. We already know uh, what we're buying ourselves, though. According to a poll by CandyStore.com, 47% of Americans will buy themselves some chocolate for Valentine's Day. They also looked at the most popular Valentine's Day candy in all 50 states. And as usual, two types dominated. Abdullah. Number seven, two states prefer a candy that didn't rank first anywhere else. Seize. Candy necklaces in Alabama, Cupid corn. What is Cupid corn? What is Cupid corn? I don't know. I never heard of Cupid corn. What? Oh, it's just candy corn except it's red. Oh, grown oh, up is eating bright a red necklace. Red, bright red dye. <laughs> it's literally it's candy corn dyed red. Yeah, that's it. That's dumb. That's in Michigan. I'll admit to liking candy corn. Um, it's not as bad as people say. It's just it's not something I prefer. Sugar. Yeah. Oh, it says by the way, it's candy corn, but red, pink, and white. Yeah. And there you go. That's yeah. what they say. Mm-hmm. Number six, chocolate roses in three states. What's a chocolate rose? I don't even know what that is. I assume it's just yeah, chocolate, chocolate pressed into a rose shape. Yep. Well, they'd be a very rather expensive then, I would imagine. Uh, you can get a not-so-crazy yeah. one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, number five is chocolate hearts. Yeah, that makes sense. Chocolate hearts in four mm-hmm. states. Sure. All right. Uh, M&M's. <laughs> Buy your loved one uh, M&M's. Oh, yeah, they've got the yep. red, white, mm-hmm. pink ones this oh, they time do? of year. Mm-hmm. That's in six states. Number three, Hershey's Kisses in eight states. Well, who doesn't like a good... Does anybody not like Hershey's Kisses? People that a lot don't of like people. chocolate. There's a lot of people that don't like chocolate. Really? Well, there's a lot of people who don't like Hershey's chocolate, mm-hmm. specifically. It is waxy. Really? It's not my favorite. I mean, if if you know, if I see one, I will eat one. Well, Hershey's puts, <laughs> um, I think it's butyric acid in yeah. their chocolate, which gives it that weird, like... It's waxy. If you really, like, taste it, it almost has like a Parmesan cheese flavor to really? it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's the butyric acid that they put in there. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Hershey bars, but are they different now? No, it's, they've, mm-hmm. it's been that way forever. The legend goes, it's like they used to send them out to World War II people yep. overseas, and yep. by the time it got to them, the chocolate had spoiled slightly. Oh, okay. But that's all they knew, so when they got home, it didn't taste right to them. So they basically artificially spoiled the chocolate slightly, and then they were like, oh, yeah, this tastes like what I remember. And that's, that's why true. Hershey's tastes like that. Huh. Who knows? It could be completely crap, but that's what they say. No question about it. So Hershey's <laughs> Kisses in eight states. Ethan's number two. Mad. He's, he has <laughs> literally been screaming for an hour. <laughs> he'll an he'll hour. do that. 
He sounds like he's being murdered. He sure Why is he screaming? You should hear him in the elevator. Oh my god! How he is? I'm sure people all over the building are going, "What the?" Oh, I guarantee you, our neighbors <laughs> down the hall are murdering a child. What do they beat that kid up every <laughs> time he comes over? <laughs> well, I told you about the story of the guy biking past Ethan, right? No. Ethan was in his stroller, and we were at a corner waiting for the light to change, and some guy comes biking past. And the second he gets to Ethan's stroller, Ethan goes, ah! And the guy goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ethan just screams at him as loud as he possibly can, just because he can. Why did I'm surprised he, the guy didn't, like, veer into traffic or something. He's learning that getting a big reaction yep. is fun. Oh, yep. that's it's true. fun yep. for him. Yep. That's why. It's really interesting to make adults cringe. And yep. <laughs> Devin, I'm not kidding. He goes by the front door to do most of his screaming, too, so everyone can hear it. It's unbelievable. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Okay, we're number two, conversation hearts. I don't even know what that is. Isn't that, isn't I that think the those candy are the hearts? candy hearts. Yeah, I think yeah. those are candy Conversation hearts, hearts 13 so. states. They represent 10% of all candy sold. Uh, yes, those are called converse. Well, apparently they're sometimes called conversation hearts. Mm-hmm. Never heard that. What's the term. conversation? Hug me isn't really a conversation. No. I guess the response. Okay. There you go. Now it's a conversation. No, no, it's I, conversation. I remember yeah. that we got those in elementary school. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those little boxes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody got at least one box of those. Okay, you have to guess what number one is. What is the number one selling candy? Assorted chocolates. Like Easy. Sort of chocolate, yeah, it's like box of chocolates, Forrest Gump dove, kind of thing. Dove, dove chocolates. What, how does the box fit in? It's a heart, heart shape. shape. Yep, yeah. very good. You guys nailed it. Yeah. Easy heart shaped box of chocolate. They're number one in 14 states in Washington, D.C. Yeah, uh, I, I have no idea what it is in. It, it doesn't offer you a graph. Doesn't say Minnesota. Doesn't say Minnesota anywhere, so I don't know what number one in Minnesota. Why is Jerry? I Ludifisk didn't answer. flavored. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ludifisk flavored chocolate. Minnesota is the heart-shaped box of chocolates. Instead of yeah. Oh, oh my god! Can you turn, just turn off your phone? I did just now. Yeah. Instead I don't know of why like it the keeps calling me back. Cherry filled. It's the yeah, Ludifisk filled <laughs> chocolate balls. Fish yeah. say, fish filled mm. chocolate. Lefts, mm. lefts, or lefts. Lefts. In Wisconsin, it's the conversation hearts. Oh, is it really? Uh oh. What is it, Minnesota? Uh, the box of chocolates. The box of chocolates. Yeah. We're, are we're boring? That's just hand. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I like boxes of chocolate. The oh, only yeah, thing I'll have a box of chocolates any day. I walk into Walgreens now, and it's two two mm-hmm. aisles of nothing but chocolates yep. and weird little stuffed. 
toys yep. for Valentine's Day. How about the Cadbury eggs? You like those at Easter? I never really liked them. Mm-hmm. They're too sugary. They're, they're very sweet. sugary. They're too sweet. The cream inside, it's like yeah. sickly sweet. Even yeah. as a kid, I was like, this is like grossly no. sweet. Barf. Mm-hmm. Yuck. No. It's like Peeps-ish. Oh. Yeah. How many years ago did we have the Lumi people in the Lumi deodorant? Remember that oh, she came in? Like four or five, um, maybe? Yeah, it's been a while. Because yeah. now that thing's blown up. It's huge. Yeah. Well, because oh, I think she really came in. Huge. I remember I was on with her, and she came in when it was across the parking lot here at the other studio. I yeah, so it would have been like four or five yeah. years ago. And yeah. she, I think, either sold that company or started a new one because she's oh. always on TV. Always. With yeah. like Lumi and this other thing. And yeah, talking about deodorant yeah. and. She is probably. I think she did really well. Because she invented full body deodorant. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. And now the new trend is full body deodorant. So people buy. Jesus. He's not going to stop. So you might as well ignore him. He's not going to stop screaming. I think we're just going to have to banish him during the show. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to have to. That is very distracting. Seriously, he sounds like he's out on a rack in the middle of the Yeah, sure does. But how would we reach out to her to have her back on? Because she's. She has uh, the full body deodorant. She's now. probably Social media. too cool for us now. I or, guess yeah. I don't know. I would I would hope not, because I've got a big mic and I could bad mouth the hell. Oh out. wow! <laughs> Give her some real reason to show up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, she was very pleasant though. I remember she yeah. was a very nice person, but she's done really. <laughs> you know what? I think today needs to be a forty-five minute show. I can't do it anymore. Seriously? He just will not stop screaming. No, he won't. Well, he's doing his sign language class right now, right? I think it's over now. Oh, I was uh, going to ho- say. He's... Hopefully he's muted. <laughs> yeah, the, we mute I know. I saw the teachers like waving around a napkin, and they're they're working on the color green today, which is mm-hmm. turtles. Like, it's like I don't the... know how to say green in sign language. I think that's what Melissa said. It's like hang that's, loose. That's yellow. Oh, that's yellow. I, I don't, don't know, know what green. green is, but they're all weird. It's like red is like this or something. It's they don't make any sense. Oh. Well, but like, how can you turn a color into a sign and have it make sense? That's true, it's, unless you just spell it. Yeah, really not possible. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I guess that's probably true. Oh, he's quiet. We can talk right now. <laughs> yeah, get it much talking in because when he starts up again, I'm shutting the show maybe, down. Maybe I she took him out on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he's outside. Well, she probably took him Screaming. out of his chair because the sh- the um, sign language class is over. Oh. So now he's yeah. not mad. He d- he's, a, he's a man that does not like to be confined. No, he sure doesn't. <laughs> no. Oh, he does not. You're right. no. He does not like to be told. He's two years old and does not like to be told what to do. Nope. He I don't hates know where it. he gets that from. Yeah, Andy, where does he get mm. it from, do you think? Doesn't skip a generation? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, okay. <laughs> A personal attack. <laughs> there it is right there. I right. wonder. Chip off the old bop-bop right there. Okay, that's good to wrap it up for today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, but yeah, let's get uh, Jesse the Shrink on the show one of these days. All right. He's really Devin, good. Yeah, I'll, I can, I'll connect him with Andy. And Fantastic. I think that'll be wonderful. And now as soon as I want to shut the show down, he stops screaming. He must know. He was like, I, I, I think it worked. I the hell. Was that? He's probably like, I think it worked, my screaming. He's trying to get you to stop the show, and then once he hears that you're going to stop it, he stops screaming. Then he stops screaming. He is really something, man. He's a piece of work. I will tell you what, I don't know where he got it, but he's a very smart kid. Minnesota's oldest resort burned down. Yeah, Lutzen. Yeah. I guess that's like the third or fourth uh, resort that's had a fire. In, really? Like, in like that Wisconsin-y, Minnesota area. 
I, I don't uh, know if somebody, if it's like an Urson ring or just. Lutzen is up uh, by Duluth, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, it's on Lake, Lake Superior's Superior. North Shore, so it's I think it's past Duluth. Yeah, just past, but just past. Not, we all not went there away. a million years ago. I think we did. And yeah. skied. I do remember. Oh, yeah, that. that was yeah, that yeah, was a we, long. I was like twelve, yeah, I think you maybe. Were very young. It's a it was a beautiful spot. Tevin, you want to be entertained and have a good laugh? Yeah. Try to find a video of me skiing. Mm. You did. You were doing fine. I, I was. I didn't do well. Yeah, yeah I thought I sucked. Skiing is one of those that I would not uh, imagine you having much fun doing or being necessarily oh, that did. great at. Because when you, you think of <laughs> skiing, you don't think of a big muscly power lifter, former guy that no, no, is going down the hill. That's true. Although Fitz, my, our buddy, six foot five, weighed about three twenty. He's a hell of a good skier. My I don't know Terry, how. My brother Terry likes to ski, and he's a big guy. He's a big guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what the hell? There's a good example of how the news has changed. So there's uh, news articles on this date in local history. Oh, I love that. February 2nd, 1865. The finest ice we ever saw was taken from Minnesota this week uh, by, his name is Christ Eater. Christ Eater? <laughs> quite the name. Who was packing okay. it for summer use. The thickness was exactly two feet, and solid blocks of that dimension were taken out weighing three to four pounds. This was printed in the news. Honey, honey these blocks, do you hear about the ice? Yeah, these blocks honey. of ice were just so, <laughs> so nice that we had we to talk nice about it. We got nice ice this year, honey. <laughs> Big news. I, it was literally ice. They were excited about ice. Yep. Well, then when Two that's, feet thick blocks of ice. When that's how cool. you refrigerated your food for the yeah, entire true. summer, I guess that was a pretty big deal. I am old <laughs> enough to remember as a very little boy them hauling ice up the stairs at Spruce Place. Really? Not to our house. You had an ice box? We didn't. Other people did. Mm. Yeah, ice boxes were kind of uh, like not a thing by the time yeah. you were like a teenager, right? Oh, yeah. When I was a very little boy, there were yeah. still refrigerators. Yeah, mm. refrigerators were like, like once they came onto the scene, everybody bought a refrigerator. Yes. If you could afford it, you bought it. Absolutely. We well, looked- there was a, that's one of the reasons why I like Carousel of Progress at um, Disney, Disney World. There's a great. Big, At the Magic Kingdom, tomorrow. I should say, because they they sh- they have an you know an old set um, from I think it starts in the 1800s someplace, mm-hmm. and they've got a drip pan underneath the ice box, and they open it, you, it oh, opens, yeah. and you oh, see yeah. the big block of ice, yep. and how the dog drank the water that dripped yeah. down from. The, I mean, in talking kids today. They don't even know what a telephone is. Let's see. The first oh, God, act no. is the turn of the century, so 1900. 1900 okay mm-hmm. yeah i mean it just it is amazing to see how the world has changed in the hundred years oh yeah absolutely a hundred years ago the world was a completely different place yeah but now as you said there's not a kid over the age of i don't know under the age under the age excuse me about 18 would even know what a landline looked like uh, yeah I mean, when's the no. last time you saw a landline anywhere? The last time I we had a landline in our house was five years ago. Mm-hmm. No, we had a landline in Golden Valley because that was the only yeah, but, way our security system right. worked. But you never yeah, used yeah. it as a phone, not really. No, not really. No, no. 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 unless you're a business like a restaurant. You're not going to have a landline. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Household landlines are just—they're not a thing anymore. I don't know why restaurants have phone lines anymore reliability well yeah and like people still love to call and 
are you open? What do I need a reservation mm-hmm. rather than going online and things like oh, that? Yeah. Well, ninety. I will say ninety percent of the time, the restaurants do not update their websites and don't have the proper hours on. No, they no. Don't. Well, especially because they a lot of restaurants now will just go open. We're open from eight a.m. till whenever we close, and when people stop yep. coming in, we're just going to shut it down. Well, it's very frustrating because there's mm-hmm. a couple of restaurants down here that you can't you can't go online and book a table. You can't. You have to call them. And then did you t- did you complain about the Morton's experience? Mm, a little bit maybe, not Uh-oh. a ton, but Yeah, Morton's, I was trying to order online and it was just I couldn't even find what I was looking for at all. I'm like they obviously have a New York strip steak at Morton's. <laughs> This has got to be you would hope. me, not them. So I, ca- I called and I said, you know, I'm having a really hard time ordering food. And I'm ordering for four people. And he said, well, you can't order online. I said, no. but you're on the phone on the right phone. now with me. You I mean, order on, on the phone. All over the phone. Yeah. I, he's, I said, well, you're talking to me right now. Just take down the order. You can come in and you can order it and wait. I said, but you're, what? <laughs> he said, it's a, it's a new, it's a new world yeah he's good he says oh it's a new world arrogant little prick he said it's a new world and i said oh okay so andy came over i'm like andy can you please go online (laughs) i can't find a new york strip and yeah it was it's just okay so one restaurant it's still telephone only the next one they'll answer the phone but they won't take the order it's like i just wish that there was some easy way of doing well you go on their websites there's seven different Delivery services you can order mm-hmm. from. Yes. And then when we did, and we went and picked it up because Morton's is really close to our place. They had, it was a $10 service charge to, for a pickup. And then they wanted to know the tip. And I'm like, God. I had to spend a half an hour just ordering the food. <laughs> and then we walked yeah. to pick up the food. And I feel badly about not wanting to tip. I really do. I, I mm-hmm. always like tipping mm-hmm. for service but it really felt like a shakedown this time no oh, it did well, that, yeah. being a smart ass to you i am not wild about well, i don't know no. if he was being a smart ass or I, if he was just oh, stating a, a fact age. That's, I don't and know. it sounds like whoever you talk to like they don't they don't get the whole reason why they're there. like when you work in the service industry at the end of the day is it sure is it maybe annoying for them to have to put an order in over the phone but if it means you make have a better experience as a guest and as a consumer of the food, right? Yeah, and Morton's it, isn't it like it a cheap restaurant. Yeah, right. You'd think that a high-end steak restaurant would be. Sure, I'll take your order. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what he should yeah. have done. And like, if his manager knew about it, like that would be like a hey, take the order over the phone next time, and then we'll deal with telling them hey, we can go on the website and we'll fix that. But yeah, that not your fault. Well, are there no. are there restaurants that just if if you took an order over the phone you'd get fired? I mean, it's so no, they no. hate it so much oh, that they God, just no. refuse to do it. Oh, you're having trouble spending money with us? Here, what can yeah, we do to make exactly. it easier? That's my point. <laughs> yep. it's like I'm trying to give you. It's probably what a minimum of eighty dollars a steak at Morton's. Oh, that order was over three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, three hundred bucks for being on the phone for five minutes. It's you know pretty good trade off, I'd say. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. You should always say yes to people giving you money. 
Always Iowa say teams. yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today. We've actually made it through. I can't believe he's been silent for 10 minutes. What she, happened? She must have taken him out. She took him out of the chair. That's all it was. Yeah, he didn't he, want to be in his chair. He didn't want to be in his chair. Or they started playing blocks or something that he right, wanted to do. We're going to have certain curfews <laughs> against Ethan yeah. right. coming over here. <laughs> no chance. We have house rules against Ethan. Against Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> A two-year-old. <laughs> Sorry, kid, you can't come in. Yeah, but I walked over all the way. It's too no, bad. No, no. You can't have a it. snack either. You didn't order it online. Thanks for listening. Listen to the Tom Bernard Show tomorrow with Tevin and AJ. And then, of course, this show will be back on tomorrow at the same time. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.